now, as we begin our reading today in the New Testament, our narrative comes from the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 17 through 32. We'll read here today that the natural tendency of human beings is to think their way away from God, leaving them, of course, hopelessly confused. Intellectual pride, rationalizations, and excuses all keep people from God. Now, don't be surprised if people can't grasp the good news. The good news will seem foolish to those who forsake faith and rely on their own understanding. People should be able to see a difference between Christians and non-Christians because of the way Christians live. We are to live full of light. Paul told the Ephesians to leave behind the old life of sin since they were followers of Christ. Now, living the Christian life is a process. Although we have a new nature, we don't automatically think all good thoughts and express all right attitudes when we become new people in Christ. But if we keep listening to God, we'll be changing all the time. As you look back over last year, do you see a process of change for the better in your thoughts, attitudes, and actions? Although change may be slow, it comes as you trust God to change you. We'll also read today here that our old way of life before we believed in Christ is completely in the past. We should put it behind us like old clothes to be thrown away. When we decide to accept Christ's gift of salvation, it's both a one-time decision as well as a daily conscious commitment. We're not to be driven by desire and impulse. We must put on the new nature, head in the new direction, and have uh, the new way of thinking that the Holy Spirit gives. Now, lying to each other disrupts unity by creating conflict and destroying trust. It tears down relationships and leads to open warfare in a church. The Bible doesn't tell us that we shouldn't feel angry, but it points out that it's important to handle our anger properly. Now, if vented thoughtlessly, anger can hurt others and destroy relationships. If bottled up inside, it can cause us to become bitter and destroy us from within. Paul tells us to deal with our anger immediately in a way that builds relationships rather than destroys them. If we nurse our anger, we will give the devil an opportunity to divide us. Are you angry with someone right now? What can you do to resolve your differences? Don't let the day end before you begin to work on mending your relationship. All right, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. September 26th, the New Testament, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 32. With the Lord's authority, I, Paul, say this, Live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against Him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from Him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. 
where we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good hard work, and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember He has identified you as His own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And now, our reading from the book of Psalms. Psalm 69, verses 1 through 18. This is one of the most quoted psalms in the New Testament, and it's often applied to the ministry and suffering of Jesus. The experience of being scorned by his brothers is expressed in John chapter 7, verse 5. As we'll read here today, verse 9 portrays David's zeal for God. Christ showed great zeal when he threw the money changers out of the temple. David cried out until he was physically exhausted, as we shall see as we read today here in this psalm. He had a parched throat. His eyes were swollen from weeping. Yet he still trusted God to save him. When devastated by death or tragedy, we need not collapse or despair because we can turn to God and ask Him to save us and help us. The tears will still come, but we will not be crying in vain. Oh, what problems uh, David faced. They were very real. He was scoffed at, mocked, insulted, humiliated, and made the object of city-wide gossip. But still he prayed. When we are completely beaten down, we're tempted to turn from God, give up, and quit trusting Him. When your situation seems hopeless, determine that no matter how bad things become, you will continue to pray. God will hear your prayer, and He will rescue you. When others reject us, we need God most. Don't turn from your most faithful friend. Psalm 69, verses 1 through 18. For the choir director, a psalm of David, to be sung to the tune, Lilies. Save me, O God, for the floodwaters are up to my neck. Deeper and deeper I sink into the mire. I can't find a foothold. I'm in deep water, and the floods overwhelm me. I am exhausted from crying for help. My throat is parched. My eyes are swollen with weeping, waiting for my God to help me. Those who hate me without cause outnumber the hairs on my head. Many enemies try to destroy me with lies, demanding that I give back what I didn't steal. O oh God, you know how foolish I am. My sins cannot be hidden from you. Don't let those who trust in you be ashamed because of me. O Sovereign Lord of Heaven's armies, don't let me cause them to be humiliated, O God of Israel, for I endure insults for your sake. Humiliation is written all over my face. Even my own brothers pretend they don't know me. They treat me like a stranger. 
passion for your house has consumed me, and the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. When I weep and fast, they scoff at me. When I dress in burlap to show sorrow, they make fun of me. I am the favorite topic of town gossip, and all the drunks sing about me. But I keep praying to you, Lord, hoping this time you will show me favor. In your unfailing love, O God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Save me from those who hate me, and pull me from these deep waters. Don't let the floods overwhelm me, or the deep waters swallow me, or the pit of death devour me. Answer my prayers, O Lord, for your unfailing love is wonderful. Take care of me, for your mercy is so plentiful. Don't hide from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in deep trouble. Come and redeem me, free me from my enemies. Proverbs chapter 24, verses 5 and 6. The wise are mightier than the strong, and those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger. So don't go to war without wise guidance. Victory depends on having many advisors. Just to know 
to make you know 